G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. It is always a good thing to be able to recognise some significant milestones and this week a significant milestone was passed. And for regular listeners to 2020, you'll know that each Friday we talk with Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch and Bill has just passed a 15-year milestone and it is worthy of celebration. Bill Muhlenberg back with us once again. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. It's great to be back. Well, Bill, I might say you've been talking to Vision Radio and doing segments similar to the one we're doing today uh, for longer than I've been hosting 2020. You've been doing some work on Vision for uh, around about 13 of those 15 years since you started writing. Yeah, well, I think I have uh, may have done the you know occasional interview with you folks uh, even before uh, Culture Watch began when I was still with groups like Focus on the Family and uh, Australian Family Association and even Salt Shakers. But yeah, for uh, 15 years now, been doing uh, Culture Watch and almost for that whole duration, uh, I would say at least a good 13 years, we've had this uh, weekly interview with Vision Radio. So that's and neat to have both of them kind of going together. And, uh, yeah, I even remember I, I, some of your predecessors when we first began, some names folks might be familiar with. Tracy Weir was one of those early interviewers, Mike London. But, yeah, I think you, out of those three, you've probably been with me the longest so far. Well, the, the lion's share of those interviews, no doubt. Uh, but you've been a prolific blogger all of these years and when we get to talk perhaps around one article a week you're writing sometimes five seven you're writing more sometimes than even one a day have you got some statistics for us yeah well you're right it certainly would average at least one a day um I mean, I do have uh, just about 5,500 pieces now, so those with a good math mind or a ready calculator can divide the 15 years. But, yeah, it really does come to something like 360 pieces a year at least. As you say, some days I can easily do a second, a third. I've even had some days where I've done four articles. But, yeah, the average is one piece a day, and so... um, that gives you some indication. I, for those who like numbers, I, I've kind of guessed that maybe the average piece is, uh, well, 1,400 words, maybe 1,500 words. So if that's the case of uh, uh, average length, well, then that's uh, in 15 years, that's about almost 8 million words all up. <laughs> so I keep telling people, oh, well, it keeps me off the streets keeps me busy, and, uh, you know, it's not the only thing I do. I do uh, speak and teach and various things, a bit of lobby work and all that, but, yeah, writing uh, 
certainly a daily piece for Culture Watch. That's been a, a major part of this uh, 15-year ministry. And Bill, you're not inclined to pull punches. Uh, you like to say it as it is. You like to bring a biblical Christian insight into some of the uh, issues and scenarios that are created in the news and uh, people so appreciate that and you've made a lot of friends doing that but you've made a few enemies as well. <laughs> yes, well you certainly get both. I mean unless I just talked about say the my favourite cups of coffee or something you know a little bit more uh, safe. Uh, yeah, you certainly get reactions. It is always controversial. I'm doing politics and culture wars, theology. Well, theology can be controversial, right? And you got all these people with their pets, uh, theological peeves and, and so on. So if you dare to step on somebody's theological toes, you can get uh, people upset with you. But yeah, certainly with the culture wars, with politics, uh, all those issues, uh, I certainly do... Uh, get into it all, whether it's the latest, you know, issue like the trans revolution or the homosexual or the feminist or the abortion wars, you name it, all that's going to get both friend and foe, that's for sure, or even some of the more recent uh, controversial issues. Just did a piece recently on uh, passports for vaccines, which is now all the, the rage being discussed. You know, should we have mandates? mandatory compulsory uh, vaccine passports where you can't travel or get certain services and goods and items. Uh, So that, of course, will get plenty of uh, response as well. So it's the nature of the beast. Um, You enjoy getting people writing in, say they appreciate what you do and they agree with you, but of course you'll get a lot of angry comments as well. I do have to look at every comment that comes in before I uh, determine whether it's uh, it can be posted or not. There are 79,000 posted comments. There's probably another 20, at least 20,000 that could not be posted either, you know. Language is just too foul, and uh, it's it's certainly not something you'd want to put to print. Or just people, well, I ask for a full name, so I've got various commenting rules. A lot of people don't seem to want to abide by the rules. So, yeah, you get a lot of angry commentary. You get the occasional death threat. So, it's so, uh, you know, if you want to live a quiet and peaceful life, you probably shouldn't set up an interactive blog site but yeah it certainly uh, it keeps life interesting yes and when you say the occasional death threat uh, mm. when someone says something so demeaning so nasty so threatening uh, it's mm. sometimes hard not to take that personally but i guess you do develop a thick skin uh, how do you think how do you mm. describe yourself i mean you are are you the sort of marshmallow center uh, but tough on the outside what's the the bill muhlenberg uh, definition of what you think you like, Bill? Uh, well, whether I've been called a marshmallow before, I'm not sure. But uh, oh, look, I mean, I'm a human being, as I always tell people. I've got feelings. It hurts. Uh, even leaving aside the death threats, just, you know, some of the really vile and ugly and, well, it's really demonic uh, hate mail that comes through. You can read some of the most awful and atrocious things, uh, you know, words you never even heard of before. 
So, uh, sure, in one sense, you have to develop a thick skin. It's part of the job. You have to be prepared for a lot of heavy-duty feedback, a lot of animosity and hatred and rage. But as I say, I'm human. Uh, It hurts. I don't like it. Uh, It's funny. People laugh when I say this. I was just speaking at the Belgrave Heights Convention over the weekend, and I said similar things. I'd rather sit home and read a book. You know, that would be my idea of a good time, maybe a cup of coffee in hand, a cat on the lap, a good book. Uh, And yet God has got me in a ministry, which obviously is putting me on the front lines. It's... uh, it gets all the wrath of those who don't like what I'm talking about. And, uh, oh, well, you have to live with it. You have to deal with it. You have to, well, I think a big part of this, when people say, can I do something like what you're doing? I say, well, you can, but don't you dare go into it without 24-7 prayer cover. It is a spiritual battle, ultimately. And when you get that much hatred and abuse and attack, uh, you do need that spiritual protection, and I do uh, go on doing this ministry knowing full well that I've got people praying for me uh, throughout the day. If they're snoozing here in Australia, I've got Europeans or Americans praying for me. So that makes a ministry like this certainly possible when you've got that kind of spiritual Uh, backup to help you keep going. You do remind us every week that being a Christian can be very controversial and that not everyone will like the sorts of things you stand for when you stand for Christ. And you've got a big following. It's not just in Australia. People will hear your American accent and uh, will know that you live in Melbourne but you're often covering all sorts of issues that are going on around the world as well. So your following around the world is quite substantial. Yeah, there are various uh, tracking uh, tools that one can use to see who's uh, reading your website and, well, just the feedback as well you can discover. So, yeah, obviously, coming from the U.S., I do a lot on America, but, uh, you know, I'll be writing one day about communist China or what's happening in England or the latest in New Zealand. So I certainly cover uh, what's happening all around the world, not just Australia. And I would obviously get a lot of readers uh, and, well, in this case with vision listeners or hearers, uh, um, you know, dealing with any number of topics from any number of places around the globe. So, yeah, you'll get Uh, feedback, well, both good and ill, again, (laughs) negative and positive feedback from people around the world, some saying how much they appreciate it. I just had a gal recently, very kind, older lady, by the look of it, uh, send in a card, snail mail. She didn't have, uh, uh, I guess, internet access, but she sent through a card with a little financial gift, which was nice, and she told me a long story about her background, how she's got a relative living in Serbia, and a young 30-year-old Christian gal there, and this woman said, yes, this this, uh, 30-year-old, she loves your stuff. Evidently, um, my Culture Watch stuff is translated into Serbian, and uh, this gal there was very uh, aware of me and what I do and very supportive, and so this Adelaide woman was telling me about it. You know, that's the kind of stuff that keeps you going, obviously, when you get some positive feedback. It certainly helps offset all the criticism. (laughs) And by the way, it's not just a 
non-Christians who can really hate on you big time, but anybody involved in this kind of work will soon discover that you can probably even get more, and it hurts more, uh, Christian criticism. You can get plenty of Christians who will uh, really tear into you as well for any number of reasons. So, yeah, it's good to get the certainly the positive feedback and to know that people not just here but around the world because of things like the internet, are getting access to this ministry, and some are being blessed and uh, being helped in their Christian journey, which is what it's all about. Well, Bill, uh, it's the Christians, they don't tear into you. They're just contributing to the debate. And <laughs> you need to remember that into the future. <laughs> Speaking of the future, Bill, uh, what do you think the future holds? The world is a very big place, and exciting mm-hmm. to hear that there are nations around the world that are beginning to translate some of your articles into their own language. Is that something you think you would like to see more of into the future? Well, sure. It's always good to see, uh, you know, if if this kind of stuff that I'm writing about is worthwhile, it's good to see it spread around a bit. Of course, there's plenty of others. I'm not foolish enough to think I'm the only one. There's a lot of great ministries out there, Uh, some, well, many, much bigger and better than mine. So I'm just playing my own very small little role in God's kingdom and doing my bit, as we're all called to do. We all have a place to uh, stand for truth and be salt and light, so I'm doing my little thing. But, yeah, to look at more of that kind of side of things, maybe doing more podcasts and videos. I suppose I'm a I'm a kind of a text guy. I'm a word guy. I like reading and writing. Um, and I can't really imagine what it would be exciting for somebody to say, listen to me, read my pieces, but I'm told there are many who would rather either listen to a recording or watch a video of simply reading the what I've just written. So, um, yeah, that could be part of where we go, but certainly there's no thoughts of retirement. Yeah, I know I'm getting old and all that. I'm getting up there. <laughs> but uh, it's the old saying, right? We should be wearing out instead of rusting out. So I've got no plans to give it away. As long as God gives me health and strength and, you know, a bit of eyesight so I can see what I'm doing, I'll certainly keep at it. And I suppose one day, you know, you may have to think, well, does it all just come to an end, a quiet death, or do you look at maybe somebody who might take over Culture Watch and keep it going? So I suppose those are things to think about for the days ahead. But for the time being, I'll keep doing an article a day on Culture Watch. Hopefully I'll keep doing an interview a week on Vision Radio with great folks like yourself. And yeah, we'll keep going until the Lord should return. We will expect exciting times ahead, Bill Muhlenberg, and a 15-year milestone worthy of mention, worthy of celebration. And a reminder, too, that what you do is a faith ministry, and there have been some wonderful, uh, consistent and loyal supporters that have supported you over many years. And uh, no doubt there is always room for a few more friends. And so just a, a note to listeners Uh, that if you're visiting the Culture Watch website, look for an opportunity there on a link 
that you might be able to continue the support for Bill Muhlenberg as he thinks about the next 15 years and all of those opportunities and aspirations for expansion in the times to come. So to find the article we're talking about today and some of the other ones and uh, might I say some very controversial articles, why don't you check out BillMuhlenberg.com or you can simply Google Culture Watch one word. Bill? Congratulations on 15 years. Thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.